0: Hey, 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 Mr. Manly here with lesson number 514 in how to be manly. Well, there it was, another amateur night. Yep, right up there with St. Patrick's Day and New Year's Eve is this day. Of course, I'm talking about Valentine's Day, that hallmark holiday that FTD florists and Godiva devised to line their pockets. Yep, tons of poor saps spend tons of money they don't have all in hopes of getting what I get on a regular basis. I usually spend Valentine's Day at a pub I frequent just to see these unmanly men trying to get their dates in the mood to do the horizontal mambo. Obviously, they've not read their manly manual. Well, on the way to the pub, there was a car pulled off the side of the road, and I stopped to see what was the matter. A gorgeous woman was by the car and told me she broke down. She was stunning, but had some sort of mark on her forehead. Anyway, I ordered her a lift. She said, I'm Christine, and I hope I'm not interrupting your Valentine's. Certainly not, I told her, as I was just going to have a drink and light dinner. She said, for your kindness, allow me to buy you a drink. I said, sure. And we arrived and I had to ask Christine, what's that mark on your forehead? She laughed and said, it's Ash Wednesday. Boy, did I feel stupid. Getting to know each other, I asked Christine what she does for a living, and she told me she works at Garrity's Market in the express lane. You know, the one where customers come in and out and pick up the bare essentials and little things like produce. At that point, I thought, I could be Christine's personal bag boy and do so in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual, page number 514, and repeat after me. Number one, in and out. Anything like the who in squeeze box? Because tonight, we can go in and out and in and out. Number two, hey, 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 what do you say we get down to our bare essentials? And number three. Shoe we Christine, check out this produce. I got a cucumber right here. And then you can watch it produce. Shortly after, as Christine grabs you by your produce, including the bare essentials, then gives you a final checkout as the patrons carry you out and teach you how the door goes in and out and in and out using your head, you'll realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time, this is Mr. Manly saying be manly and good day.
1: Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107.
0: Cher is reportedly obsessed with Paul Giamante. She says he makes her melt. But, you know, when you're 96% plastic, what doesn't? Per capita, Canada eats the most donuts in the world, which explains why so many Canadians have that glazed look on their face. Travis Kelsey says bumping Andy Reid was unacceptable. Fortunately, it happened right before a holiday where chocolates heal everything.
1: Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107.
0: Good looking people already make more money and they fall back asswards into uh, random hookups and all that. Guess what? They got another advantage on the rest of us or on the rest of you, I should say. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. A new study found attractive people have better immune systems. Researchers in Texas took pictures of college students from the neck up. No smiles, no makeup on the women. Tested their blood to see how strong their immune system were. And then had 500 other other people rate how attractive they were. And it turned out the hottest ones had the strongest immune systems. And then I realized something. I've not gotten COVID. That just made me realize I'm drop dead gorgeous. I'm going to call my wife Tara and let her know the good news. Hello. Hello, it's your husband. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good. You don't say good morning. I said good morning.
1: Good morning. Yeah,
0: there you go. So I just had a question for you here this morning. I just uh I want to know how it feels to be married to a gorgeous man. How does that feel? Great. Like you know I'm smart. We knew I'm smart and and funny and all that. You knew that going in, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Did you know I was gorgeous? I mean, like, drop-dead gorgeous. I did know that. Uh, Okay, that's good. I I wasn't sure myself, but uh, do you want to know why I know I'm gorgeous? Why? Because I did not get coronavirus. That's why I know I'm good-looking. What? Yeah, there's a a new study that says good-looking people have better immune systems than non-good-looking people. So that also means not only... Not only am I good-looking, uh, you're gorgeous, too. Oh, yeah. okay, I'll take that. We're like the hottest couple in the world. How about that? We probably are. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest about that. You know? I mean, we are just two good-looking pieces of tail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah there's a big study where they took 150 college students and took pictures of them from the neck up they weren't allowed to smile the woman couldn't wear makeup and then they ranked those people other other people ranked them on attractiveness and then they also did tests to find out who had the strongest immune systems and good-looking people have better immune systems so because we have not neither one of us have gotten coronavirus i figure that makes us smoking hot right yeah we're pretty good looking what are we going to do with all our hotness i
1: don't even know i'm not sure
0: here's my plan are you ready we we move to hollywood become famous models slash actors because we're just so darn hot okay i'll take that all right there you go you you think this is a good idea it's not risky at all right no
1: i'm in
0: all right well that's all i had to tell you i just wanted to tell you that i'm gorgeous and you're gorgeous too we're just two of the hottest people in northeast pa all right. Carry Thanks. that with you through the day. Let everybody know at work how hot you are. Tell. I will. I'll tell everybody. All right, Tara. Congratulations. I'm being gorgeous. Oh, thank you. You too. Wait. I just caught a glimpse of myself in the computer monitor, a reflection. I'm not so good looking after all. This is why you should never give up. Never. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's prospector. Paul McCartney's long lost base has been located and returned 50 years after it was stolen. 50 years it was stolen from the back of a van in the notting hill area of london in 1972 so really more like 51 52 years but paul finally got it back and it's all thanks to a grassroots campaign called the lost base project members were able to track down the original thief who led them to the person he sold it to from there they traced its journey over the past 50 plus years until it was finally located in the attic of a home on the south coast of england The homeowner didn't even know the history of the bass, and within days it was back in Paul's possession, and he's incredibly grateful to have it back. While it needs some minor repairs, it's still complete, has its original case, and can easily be made playable again. It's been called the most important bass in history because it was used to create and record so many Beatles songs. The Beatles. You've bought their albums, their CDs, the remasters, the remixes of the remasters, and you bought the 50th anniversary of their final album, Abbey Road. And in the end... But now there's more. Capitol Records presents all of the Beatles classics featuring only Paul's bass. Like Come Together... songs like you've never heard them before like here comes the sun we rang paul mccartney to get his reaction on this exciting new collection
1: hello this is paul mccartney please leave a message the mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time goodbye
0: don't miss out get all of the beatles classics only played by paul's bass. available now from Capitol
1: records the following rant may cause you to pull your hair out Scream at the radio. Punch the dashboard. Complaints should be addressed to Yambag at rock107.com.
0: Hey, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and here's what's got me jacked. It's award season. And not just for Hollywood hotshots or music industry insiders either. No, there are all kinds of awards for all kinds of people. Industry awards, news publication awards, guys with a website awards. And I don't care who you are or what you do, you could probably win an award for something. But to be honest... I don't care about awards. I see some businesses and people on social media pushing others to nominate them. Oh, please nominate me for this award or vote for me in this poll so I can win, blah, blah, blah. And I think, you know what? How unbecoming. Where's your pride? The way I look at it, if someone wants to nominate me for an award, have at it. I'm flattered you'd think that much of me, but really I could not care less. I don't do this for awards. I don't do this for adulation. I do it to feed my broken ego. All right, no, really, I do it because I love it, always have, and I've got bills to pay. But people have said to me, well, Prospector, wouldn't it make you feel good? Don't you feel good to know that your industry peers think you're doing great work? No, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care what they think. I do it because I love it. And I'm lucky to do a job I love day in and day out. I don't need some plaque or trophy to tell me I'm doing a great job. And I've worked for bosses before that get all pumped up about awards. Some of them would be like mad at me for not caring about awards. Prospector, you should care. Look, I care about one award. One popularity contest. Radio ratings. I care about how the show is doing in Northeast PA. And the only reason I even care about the ratings is because I get a bonus check on the ratings. So yeah, it affects my pocketbook. You want me to care about your awards? You want me to care about the Addies, the Association of Broadcaster Awards, the NEPA Coley's, the EC Shockers, the Little Tommy's Got a Blog website awards? Pay me if I win. Cut me a check when I win one. Then, then I will care about your precious awards. But even then, not that much. I'm Prospector. I'm for the people who's with me. I gotta, 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 gotta go crazy, man!
1: Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times Building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag IFoundProspector and we'll come and get him. Prospector. Mornings on Rock 107. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather round the radio.
0: It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at rock107.com.
1: We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one.
0: If you have something stolen from you, don't lose hope that it can be returned days, weeks, or even months later. Unless it's something that could literally vanish like ice. Police in Ohio were called to a family dollar last weekend after two thieves stole 27 bags of ice. It's unclear why, but they didn't get too far. Someone spotted a pickup filled with ice at a gas station 13 miles away and called the cops. They must have seemed suspicious to someone because the truck was in another county. And a load of ice doesn't seem like a big red flag police arrested 33-year-old Justin Hopkins and 44-year-old Vicki Bauer and charged them with theft the 27 bags of ice had not melted despite getting into the 50s that day and were returned to family dollar
1: nominee number two
0: there's always trouble at the drive-thru an employee of a Wendy's attacked a customer after an argument in the restaurant's drive-thru earlier this week officers responded to the restaurant for a fight in progress in the parking lot the customer who was attacked, told officers he got into an argument with an employee, Leon Johnson, and that Johnson walked outside and punched him through the driver's side window. The customer then grabbed a hammer and got out of his car and swung it at Johnson to try to protect his vehicle. That's when Johnson got into the customer's car and drove off with it. A short time later, he returned to the restaurant and hit the customer with the car, knocking the hammer out of his hand, Johnson then got out of the car, picked up the hammer, and began to hit the car's front windshield. The customer suffered a laceration on his lip and multiple contusions on his face. When police tried to arrest Johnson, they said he resisted and bit two officers. It's unclear what the men were arguing about.
1: Nominee number
0: three. Hundreds of years ago, Methodists were named for their methodical way in which they carried out their Christian faith. It's got nothing to do with methamphetamine. Well. Almost nothing, I guess, in this case. A 63 year old Methodist pastor in Connecticut named Reverend Herbert Miller was arrested Friday after police found meth in the vehicle he was driving. He also had a suspended registration. According to state police, members of the community alerted them of a suspicious incident involving Reverend Miller. It's unclear what that was, but that's how cops zeroed in on him. The Reverend had meth in both rock and liquefied forms, and there was also a needle prepared for injection. He was the pastor at the Woodbury United Methodist Church, but they've removed him from the website. The church hasn't commented. Nominee number four. It's hard to imagine a criminal thinking this would be a good idea. A 26-year-old man in Michigan broke into a county jail, that's right, broke into a county jail with a knife and then began to break into an ATM in the Bond lobby area. Corrections deputy saw him and called police when they noticed that he had a knife. Now, it's unclear if the knife was for intimidation or if he was using it somehow to cut into the machine. In any event, they trapped him inside by locking the exterior doors electronically, which was possible because it is a jail. The cops came and arrested him, and he was escorted down the hallway into the jail.
1: And the winner is... The thief who tried to rob
0: an ATM inside of a jail. Hey, you didn't think there'd be law officers hanging around there? You're the Yam Bag of the Week. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast.